0: It's been a very traumatic week actually, uh, well no, not so much week, but the weekend was very difficult uh, thanks to Darren, mostly. Should have been a nice weekend, should have been a um, happy birthday type of weekend in which I just made some simple arrangements to meet people, but uh, no, he has to complicate things. Uh, welcome to episode 24 of Mr. Burt Pods. I am aware it sounds a bit echoey whenever I do these recordings now, and it's purely because I'm doing it in the front room, which is not palatial, but it's big enough that the walls uh, just echo, make my voice echo a bit. So, and if I don't do it in the front room, I'm not by the window. Um, Oh, just dropped something. so uh, I can do it in the bedroom which sounds much better but then I'm not looking out the window so anyway talking of looking out the window well over the road haven't done their bins yet I've just been out to do my bins so we've got that excitement to come um yes it was my birthday on Saturday so I think most of you know that I did try and keep it quiet but um I had a big fan of Mr Burt Pops popped over to give me a gift uh the gift was Donald Trump um bath duck uh, which actually scarily does look like Donald Trump so when you look at Donald Trump actually he does look a bit like a duck so that worked very well um, anyway she popped over and couldn't come in for various reasons and as we were talking on the doorstep or the, at the end of the gate how many people walk past who I've never seen before in my life and I felt actually I'm. I'm not going. And they see somebody going past now. Somebody going past now. I'm. I'm going to start. It's always the first person that walks past when I start my podcast is the person that's got the mask on over their nose, walking down the middle of a street with loads of fresh air and no one near them. Um. Yes. And all these people just walk past. And I just kept saying, "I've never seen that person before. I've never seen that family before. I've never see them." And there were so many walk past in such a short time. I felt justified in this podcast because I am not sitting here just going mad um, and I'm sure I'm not seeing the same people over and over again and forgetting them I remember um, we went with a friend uh, we used to go every bank we don't do it anymore but every bank holiday we used to go off to a national trust property or somewhere and we went to this place one one uh, bank holiday and um, how far we were we were drawing up to it. I think we were drawing up to the main entry, uh, the the main driveway, and one of us said, "Not me." We've been here before, and I was like, "No, no, we haven't been here." before, was just stupid. And then we pulled up to the actual building itself, into the car park, or whatever, and and the other person said, "Yeah, we've been here before," and I was going, "No, no, absolutely not. We haven't been here before." And I tootling, we all tootled in quite happily, and in the hallway looking at the furniture. I suddenly realised that we'd been here before and um, had had an absolutely no memory of it up till then. And as my friend then pointed out, this is how the National Trust survive all these places because they all have people of a certain age who just go around around the same places uh, without remembering the last time they came. Um, oh, oh, Morrison's. Oh no, you, see, you don't see Morrison's man down here very often because it's Boswell Hill. Um, where's that going? Um, I'm just going to turn my chair, which I've got a cup of tea and I've got some stuff on the floor. Um, I've got I've got to reference things during this podcast, so are on the floor at the moment. So yes, no, and it was very tough. Looking at the thing on top, which has got absolutely nothing to do with my birthday, I had a very traumatic time because ages and ages and ages ago, and we are talking end of July, I think. Uh, Ali Smith's new book came out summer, and I've read I've got all the other she's written for. Uh, each named after a a season obviously and um, I'm a huge fan of her books and I've actually met her very briefly and um, went to Ferrara Italy on the back of reading one of her books which is where the book was set and subsequently became obsessed with Renaissance Italy and um, it started to rain I should probably not see anyone today because it's raining anyway so um, she promoted the book with a little film pre-recorded film and then I ordered the book from the London Review of Books and um, it just didn't turn up and a couple of days before we went away to Wales I rang them up because I wanted the book to go to read while I was on holiday and he said he was a very nice bloke said just wait it went out second class that can be a bit dodgy wait a few more days I said well I can't you know I'm going on holiday okay let's just fine went on holiday came back no book it was a signed copy no book so I phoned them up explained and uh the bloke i spoke to another bloke said right okay we'll put them in the post and i sort of had to say because i i mean they've taken money out of my account could i have assigned one which of course then makes me sound like a collector who is obviously collecting we went to years ago when we were in new york we walked past barnes and noble and there was a huge queue which i joined because it was a queue apparently that's what the spaniards do if they see a queue they join it because they think well if there's a lot of people queuing it must be uh for a good reason Um yeah I'm not sure that's true but anyway Uh anyway it was because Lauren Bacall was signing her autobiography this was I think she's still alive anyway this was a long time ago Um, long story short we got in and met her and got the book signed but there were people with literally sort of between six and ten copies of the book that they were then just giving her to sign and obviously we're just going to sell them on eBay I actually don't think eBay existed in those days but I'm, you know and it just seems so cold and calculating. So, of course, then I'm ringing up the London Review book sh- Bookshop, sounding like a, somebody who's just lying through their teeth, saying, yeah, The book hasn't turned up, can I have another signed one? Anyway, that book doesn't turn up, by which time I'm getting, you know, is it me? And I'm getting a bit embarrassed about the whole thing, because I've got to then ring up a third time and say, Look, the book still hasn't turned up. So I decided to play. I mean, I wasn't going to get struck because I bet they have appalling customers in that place. I just said, look, it's not turned up. Can I check the address? That was a good way, in. and the address was fine. And I said, well, look, could you check with your delivery? Can you? Because I had, didn't have any emails from them, so I couldn't trace anything at my end. Uh, anyway, they sent me another one, and it turned up on my birthday, which was really nice. So I couldn't ask for another signed copy. So this is the only one of the four books that's not signed, which isn't the end of the world. It's a bit annoying, uh, but I handled it quite well, actually. And when we were in, we were having a meal on Saturday, my basically my birthday arrangements were, um, a car, were uh, to go to a localish pub um, <clears throat> which had an outdoor area although on the Saturday we had to eat indoors because the weather was appalling. Um, although no, the weather forecast was appalling and then it actually turned out to be quite nice and then the weather forecast for the Sunday when we sat outside was to, for it to be quite nice and it ended up pouring down with rain the whole day so that worked out well. Um, yeah so I went out with because there was only six, obviously, so just a handful of us went out on Saturday and a handful of us went out on Sunday. Darren came on Saturday, which is where, you know, everything got difficult. And um, I, he ordered some food and it didn't come. Everybody else's food had come and his hadn't. And uh, he tootled off after about five minutes and came back and then they brought his food over and said, oh, we won't charge you for that. And I said, oh, that's very generous. And he said, oh, well, no, if your food hasn't turned up within five minutes, you've got every right not to pay for it. Now, I never, I mean, I never complain in restaurants anyway, because I always think you're going to spit in your food in the kitchen. But, um, you see, I'm confident about complaining in like a bookshop or, uh, you know, places that I'm just used to or box offices. I'm very good at complaining because I used to work in them. So I know what it's like, which is why I was quite good over this book not coming, because I knew the worst thing to do would get stroppy over it. But um, so I've got no confidence over in restaurants, but he used to apparently, he used to manage restaurants, I don't know. And um, he said, uh, so he's got the confidence to go and do that. So if you've got the confidence and your food hasn't turned up after five minutes and everybody else have, has, you can get money off. So, yeah, Darren. So anyway, you know, you send messages around to your friends, you being me. Um, and, um, you know, I'm doing a little something on Saturday and Sunday. Are you free? one or t'other of the days sent him it um, I don't know why I invited him to be honest uh, I regretted it as soon as I did and um, so then I get a message back saying I can do lunch either sat or sun well you know you just think if somebody says that to you they're gonna be free Saturday or Sunday so I arranged uh, it worked out that he was gonna come on Saturday Uh, I did initially say um, I was aiming for one o'clock but I never promised one o'clock I just because you couldn't book this table until 48 hours before so and I didn't know if I was going to be able to get the table all the time so I just said I'll try for one o'clock but we'll see how it goes and in the end it had to be 12 o'clock I can't see anyone today because they've all got their hoods up it's really annoying oh no he's going up that alleyway where's he going That looks really suspicious. That actually genuinely does look really suspicious. Mm. That's the alleyway that the people over the road stick their bins up. What's he doing? I'm going to have to. I'm going to lose. I'm going to get. I'm really distracted now because I want to. I'm going to have to pause. I'm sorry, I I never pause, but I'm going to have to pause. Oh, well, he, she has lit a cigarette, which I presume was because it was sheltered in the end of the alleyway. But they haven't moved off. They're just standing there opposite my flat. Mm. Anyway, so back to Darren. So then I then get this message on Saturday. Was it Friday morning? Sounded half asleep. Saying basically um, he's doing a course on Saturday morning. Can't get there for 12.30 um so i sent one back saying dear dickhead table is booked for 12 noon and i can't change you to sunday as i have six people then requoted his original text i thought very wittily uh, i can do lunch either sat or sund with a comment obviously not he then messages me i'm very twitch about this person <laughs> he then messages me i thought you said twelve thirty. I reply listen to the messages because I had audio messaged him because he doesn't read very well. Um and obviously doesn't listen either. So can't win. Uh yeah, so then he says, I've just listened again, you said twelve. Uh so I can be at yours and then get a taxi over. This was because he'd left me a message saying he could come and do the course uh in our flat and then join us uh sort of a little bit later. Uh, I tried to swap him with somebody that was coming on the Sunday but then I got the message saying I can't do Sunday now. This is from the person that says I can do either Saturday or Sunday. I can't do Sunday now. My reply was three letters FFS. Work it out yourselves. Uh, then we've got mutual friends nearby so there was a discussion about whether he could go there and this that and the that which wasn't the point because I was saying, because he lives absolutely miles away, right on the other side of London, even if it had been 12 o'clock, 12.30 he wouldn't have got here in time because his course didn't finish till 12. Or was it 12.30? I can't remember. Um, Anyway, so this just went on. Um, Eventually he got a taxi over. And of course this means I had to get up uh, this is the root of the problem. I had to get up really early because he appears on the doorstep at 9:30 on a Saturday morning. Because um, I do try and line a little bit on the Saturday, try and get up a little bit more regularly early on a, that person's still there a weekday. So of course I then have to get up, uh, entertain him. Really annoying. And I knew I knew because he's just glued to the whole. You know, I to, of course I had to tidy up because I thought if I don't tidy up, that's going to get mentioned on the podcast. That's very floral bag going past Um that's going to get mentioned he's never going to forget I'm never going to let him forget his birthday shenanigans so um, and it's just all attention-seeking basically because uh, so that he then turns up um, he did offer to bring breakfast no that's no use to me because I'm very very routine orientated in the morning um, And he sat in the room and I thought he was taking the course because he was taking courses. And I thought, why on earth? Because I said, I haven't got got a desk. You're going to have to do it on the sofa. And he said, oh, yeah, that's fine. Anyway, turned out he's he's not taking the course. He was on the course. um, And it was the first week of the course. And so he didn't want to be late for it or finish early. So we had to leave the key for him and tootle off. And he turned up and he got a taxi over here. It must have cost him a fortune then got a taxi over to the pub. Uh, And so of course, it's late and it just gets lots of attention and the annoying thing about well, you know The annoying thing about Darren is if you meet him in real life. He's really nice. He's quite quiet Hmm. So um, And and also the two other people I was with were huge fans of the podcast nothing to see here So of course they I think one of them had met him last year and the other one hadn't met him So of course, they just thought it was marvelous meeting him so uh, I just you know my birthday just paled into insignificance but having said that he did buy me a nice present he bought me a book called this is why I have to reach down podcasting marketing strategy uh, which a friend of mine on twitter I'm gonna to have to find that a friend of mine on twitter hilariously said and I need to quote this back um, I can't multitask now I can't swipe my phone and talk at the same time it's far too complicated uh she hilariously said um so hilarious i can't find it this is really boring if you're listening to it um ah podcasting marketing strategy truly a gift to delight any lucky birthday boy or girl well yeah she put a finger on the head on on, on the uh, finger on the what's it there but he also no actually it is really useful book um he also bought me a sparkle jar, I don't know what it's called actually, it's a jar with a light inside it and a cork at the top and uh, you, the best bit of it was he stuck a little bit of cardboard in to stop the light switching on in transit, that was actually my favourite thing I got that little bit of cardboard. Um, so you switch it on and there's like a filter, a um, plastic filter around the edge of the uh glass inside so that the little LED lights inside look as if they are um, stars from a distance there's a picture of it on my Instagram and Twitter feed I think and the jar says a friend is someone who knows you're not perfect but treats you like you are that makes you my best and most perfect friend so he's just creeping to me basically because he messed me up over my birthday it was actually quite a nice present um yeah so and then the other thing so yeah and then Sunday we had a repeat and uh, it poured down with rain and we were sitting outside but it was all right it was fine I got some nice presents uh one of my friends bought me amongst other things a um uh, a program from the Mousetrap, very early program 6d uh pennies and actually hasn't even got the name of the play on it. It's just got a picture, a drawing of a mouse trap, um, and the ambassadors. Which, of course, the ambassadors theatre is the one I work and I tend to be based at. Although, it, which is where the mouse trap started before it moved next door to Saint Martin's, where I then worked on it for a few weeks. Um, so I haven't actually opened the. It's in a. It's in a sealed thing, and I haven't actually opened it yet. But that's a lovely present. Um, I think it might be a 1950s programme. Um, and yeah no I've got some really lovely things so um uh yeah so anyway my friend that turned up on Saturday when was it she turned up Saturday Sunday that we were talking to outside she had suggested that if she could work out when I do my podcast she was going to drive her car along outside the flat because it's a new car and I wouldn't have recognized it uh, really fast and then slam the brakes on and screech Uh, And then that developed into possibly someone then could have, was that person gone? Mm, Gone there. Someone could have then jumped out of the back of the car with a big bag and run off. And then the car screeched away. Um, Or she was going to get a load of friends and dress them up in various clothes and just get them to continually walk backwards and forwards past the house. General hilarious suggestions like that, uh, just to really annoy me when I'm doing my podcast. And they would have really annoyed me as well. I can tell you, it would have been absolutely livid. Um, as it was when she turned up in the car she honked really loudly and you know I've got standards to keep up in this road as we all know and people who drive along and just honk their horn really loudly um aren't helping my standards so um yeah the the birthday was all lovely and uh I've got yes I've got lots of things going on at the moment uh I've submitted my short story which I was very happy about, I haven't heard back, but that will be a while. I have started writing a radio play with my radio play course which I'm very happy with at the moment. It's going to be a comedy set in lockdown and um, and I hope to be some, I hope, um, something we can all relate to. I um, no comment on what's going on outside because there's absolutely nobody walking past because the weather's not good. Um, yes that's five o'clock, that was a bird singing on the clock. And then uh yeah, Darren's commissioned me uh to do uh some writing for his theatre companies which is damn cheek their November Zoom uh performance. So details of that will be forthcoming and I expect every single person I know in my life to be tuning into that. I haven't got a date for it yet. Um and then, oh yes, there's my future student is just walking past me. Um, I've got i I'm going to be doing a bit of private tuition uh, from one of my neighbours, and she's just walked past, year eight uh, young lady. I'm going to be doing drama with her, which is sort of exciting. Um, and then she's looking very wet, actually. And then, um, yeah, and then the harsh critics offered me some work. Details of which uh, I can't disclose at the moment, but um, that would be for the spring, but it will lead up to the spring, so I'm quite excited about that. And then I'm still um, faffing around rewriting uh, my play that I'd written and was sort of taking off just as it was into lockdown. So, um, yeah. So I've actually got quite a long on the moment. Plus my, so I'm gonna have two lots of private tuition as well. Um, I don't know whether I'm coming or going, but it's nice to be doing things. Um and it was so nice to go out and meet people over the weekend. I mean everybody just said they really it just felt a little bit of normal normality just sitting with a few people around a table chatting. Um yeah, it was really nice. So anyway, I'm way over time. Um uh, I don't think I've, I've got lots more to say but I haven't got time I've got to get on I've got I've got to get some writing done before tomorrow oh uh, and I realised today I've also got to do my self-assessment tax return that after HMRC cocked up really badly on it last year and it was a disaster so they eventually sorted it out I'm dreading having to do that uh, and I did do my personal best today on my run I think I did just under 31 minutes my 5k so I was very pleased with that uh, yep, that's all a bit ago, and uh, wishing you all well. Uh, those of you who are listening, to sent me cards and presents. Thank you very much. Everything was gratefully received, and um, I will see you next week. Thank you for listening.